Hello and welcome to episode 5 of my podcast, Tom Sips Into Conversation With. Um, this episode I talked to Mia, who is on Instagram at, at MadeByMia. Mia is um, fairly new to the world of knitting. She used to knit when she was younger, um, but kind of started her Instagram page uh, during the kind of first lockdown. Um, and I think I've followed her since kind of she started her page. Um, it's someone I really wanted to talk to because um, I've seen her page grow quite a bit and she does really cool uh, knitting. Uh, this week um, has been relatively quiet. Um, Joy and I did some pottery. She got me some pottery, like a hand-dry clay uh, pottery kit uh, for my birthday. For my birthday? Yeah. Yeah, for my birthday. But yeah, we've only just had a go at it. Um, and that was really fun. Um, I've made a like a wool pot to put my wool in to let it come out when I'm knitting. Uh, but I think it needs some patching up already. But it was the first time we've ever really had a go at doing anything like that. Would love to have a go at doing some more stuff. It is quite difficult trying to do it with the dog around, but we did a big walk and she was able to like just rest upstairs um, while we had a go. Other things I've worked on this week is a, a list of all the projects that I kind of want to get done. Um, while I've got time. Um, turns out there's a lot of stuff I want to do. So um, so watch out for a lot more content and things. I would love to get your input as well of what things you would like to see from me um, and what you would like to see. Um, Joy and I do a video. We've got a couple of ideas of things that we'd like to do. Cool. So in this episode, we talk a little bit about Kirsty's Homemade Christmas, uh, which is a show on Channel 4 in the UK. Uh, we talk about uh, magic socks because at the time of the recording this I had just started knitting uh, a pair um, and I was kind of getting into it and I was intrigued to know what other people thought about uh, knitting the magic socks. On her Instagram she makes these uh, really cool knitted pumpkins around kind of autumn time and I really want to talk to her about that. Uh, some of her favourite projects that she's worked on, who she gets inspiration from on Instagram. At the end of the conversation, I'll be back with just a little bit more chat. Um, but we slip into the conversation with me asking um, how she got into knitting. First time I knitted when I was like eight. Um, and my mum taught me to knit. Um, and I only think I did it for a few months. There was like a knitting club at school and everyone was really into knitting. Um, but it was like a phase that like fizzled away very, very quickly. And I remember being obsessed and carrying my knitting around everywhere, but only for a couple months. And then I just completely dropped it and forgot about it. Um, and different things came into my life when I was eight years old and I was getting distracted by all kinds of things. And I never really thought about it. And then um, I'm really into the Kirsty's homemade Christmas program that she does every year. I just love it all for the crafting stuff she does. Um, and a few years ago, um, they had these knitted baubles on there and I loved them. And I was like, oh, I really wanna be able to make them. But it was with the double pointed needles. And I had, at that point, I had no idea what that was and it just looked so complicated. And at that point, it got into my head that I wanted to start knitting again. But with life just being really busy, I never ever got round to doing it. And sort of the week before the first lockdown last year, I was like, right, this is my chance to do it. So we 
ran to Hobbycraft and just, I had no idea what I needed or anything. I hadn't done any research. I just picked up a few balls of yarn and a couple of needles. Um, and then we went into lockdown and I was still working, but my work hours had decreased. So I just had a little bit more time and I was really, really determined to learn. And yeah, and then that's sort of where I properly got into it really. That's awesome. Um, I, when I first started knitting, um, I actually had an email from Kirsty's team for the Kirsty's make. Um, but at that point I was only really making hats. And I think they're asking about like some Christmas jumper challenge thing that they do. Um, I, I, we don't really watch much like proper TV, so I didn't really know much about it and I turned it down and now I'm like a little bit regretful. Like I think they were looking for people again this year, um, Mm. to do stuff on home. So I think maybe next year if I've got my act together, I might try and see if I can get on it, but yeah, yeah. Really lovely program. It just it, it proper makes me feel really Christmassy, and then it's got that craft element as well. So it's just really nice, really. Yeah. So when did you start your like your Instagram? Um, I think I started it like late June, July, um, because so I kind of started my knitting journey, um, and I was sharing a few things on my personal um, Instagram. And all my friends were really into it and they were asking me loads of questions. And as I was learning new techniques, they were going, oh, gosh, that's really cool. Like, how do you do that? And stuff like that. Um, And I found that that really motivated me. And I was really torn whether to start a knitting account or not, because at that point I had started following other knitting accounts. And I saw that there was this huge community that I never thought existed um and I was really really torn because I was like I don't want to get obsessed with it and it take over my life because I'm one of those people that like I use social media and I appreciate it but I don't want it to be overtaking my life um but yeah sort of summertime I was like okay yeah let's just do it and I did it and I think actually you were one of the first people who commented on one of my posts and you like welcomed me to unity yeah and I was like oh nice and yeah and that's sort of where it started really that's cool yeah I mean I found this knitting community like the best thing like I I do hear quite often like people criticizing social media and I do understand that but if you get into the right community and like the algorithm works quite well for like the knitting community if you follow other knitters and they follow you you kind of get put in this like nice little bubble um yeah and like everyone I've spoken to is just so supportive. If you're unsure about something, they're there to help out. Um, yeah. And like you, I mean, you've been posting quite a lot, like looking at yeah. you. I mean, it's, it's quite nicely choreographed as well. I don't know if you, do you put much time into like trying to choreograph or you just, you like posting your projects? Uh, not really. I kind of um, just sort of post what I'm doing at the time. And most of the time it's like, similar type of colors because um like I'll be knitting a scarf and that takes me ages because I'm not very fast um so I'll have quite a few posts of that one thing and then I'll move on to another thing um and I kind of tend to go 
I was quite bright with my colours in summer and now we're in winter it's getting a little bit darker <laughs> um, so yeah that's kind of just happen happening naturally yeah yeah that's really cool I can see that you've done um, the magic socks from Wall on the Gang yeah I've yeah, just oh awesome that's cool <laughs> magic socks. yeah because yeah. I've started doing that and starting to enjoy them now because like mm. I've wanted to do socks for ages but they just the heel and the toe just seem too intimidating, but yeah. once you get that yeah. technique, I think it's all right, actually. <clears throat> yeah, I was watching, um, I got really into the Knitting Expats uh, podcast, and so she did, like, loads of socks, um, and it just seemed really, like, complicated, and I was like, gosh, I don't, I don't think I'd ever be able to do socks, but it just seemed like such a good challenge, and I saw this... Um, hit on Wool and the Gang and it was like it's for advanced knitters and sometimes I just get really over ambitious and I was like yeah yeah I'll do it um, and I ordered like three pairs because I thought that I'd just be really good at it and then I started off <laughs> it was really hard <laughs> to start with because particularly with the pattern like to get the tension correct to get the tension to... just right yeah but then actually I think because of that it helped me learn really quickly how I need to control my tension. Whereas if the pattern wasn't there, I don't think I'd be able to do that as well. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, because it does make you learn about tension control, which is something I, like, I occasionally do, like, the little tester to see if my tension's right. But I know that one on the gang, generally, I seem to have the same tension as them, which is really good. But, yeah, I don't really follow patterns as much. Like, there's a few patterns, like the socks, I wanted to do the kit and have a pattern because I had no idea how to do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, do you do you follow from patterns normally, or do you kind of make your stuff up? Uh, I generally start with patterns, yeah, because I'm not super confident um, with what I'm doing, and especially if it's like something new that I haven't done before. Um, so like socks or like um, jumpers and stuff like that, I would like follow it religiously. But then, like, if I've done it a couple of times, I start getting a little bit creative and going, oh, actually, if I do it this way, that suits me better because I like doing that. Um, so I just, like, adjust it. Like, when I was doing my... I did loads of pumpkins around autumn, um, and I started off with a pattern, and then by... I don't know, I made so many pumpkins. By the end of the time I was making them, um, I was, like completely away from the pattern and just doing my own thing but it definitely started from what people had told me to do because otherwise I wouldn't have known where to start yeah I mean I was going to move on to the pumpkins because I remember seeing them around autumn and Halloween and I love them they're, they're so cool and I like I was so tempted to try them out but I think I was working on another project and I thought by the time I finish this it's going to be past autumn past yeah. Halloween and stuff but next year it's definitely something I want to have a go at because they look really awesome yeah yeah no they were they're really fun actually and I think I saw them someone was making them in like August because obviously they they do it every year so they sort of starting off in August um and yeah I was like oh my gosh that's so cool and then I was seeing loads and loads of them and just started experimenting with different patterns and then there's actually so much scope to do so much with them and do different sizes and do put cables in and and stuff like that and they're such a quick make as well um so they're just like really 
really nice just you can make one up in like an evening and then yeah it's really nice that's really cool did you put cinnamon sticks in them as well yeah i put, I put all sorts in them <laughs> um, yeah cause i can yeah. see some with like cinnamon sticks i think that'll be like just really nice yeah, to have around the house amazing which is really nice and like really autumn-y feel as well um yeah or like literally twigs that i just found outside that just broke up and put in um because some people like you can knit the stalk and put mm-hmm. the stalk in or crochet the stalk um but i preferred the look of it when it actually had a physical stick in it um so that that part i i couldn't find a pattern actually that actually had a stick in it so i was sort of making that up a little bit um, yeah i mean i think yeah the stick works i think it it it's kind of like nice and earthy and then because the colors you use as well are quite autumn as well have you wrote that up as a pattern or um no i've got like some sort of random notes that i've made that hopefully next year when i do it again i'll understand what those notes mean the little little scribbles that you can you can work out but hope but probably not other people (laughs) hopefully i mean yeah come october I might have no idea what I was talking about. Um, but I think maybe I should actually try and write that pattern up so that I genuinely know what <laughs> I'm meant to be doing when I do it. Yeah, I think if you if you had an Etsy account, if you were selling the pattern, I think you would sell a lot of patterns. I know that I, I would probably buy it. <laughs> yeah, I've never written a pattern um, before. That is something that I want to do but I'm just really intimidated by the idea of it at the moment. So I think at some point when I've got a chance, um, I'm going to sit down and sort of watch some tutorials on it and stuff. Cause I've seen like people have like written up blogs about it and stuff. Um, so I, yeah, need to learn how it all works. I think first, I'm not very I'm, good at math. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same. I like the thing that intimidates me is trying to write it for different sizes and like because I don't really normally work from many patterns, I don't really know the best way to write them. Like I've spoken to a couple of people now who have wrote patterns and they try and make it um so the person has to do a bit of work and has to do a little bit of maths to make it fit them. Which I, I kinda yeah. like the idea of rather than having small, medium, large, but have it as like a st- I, yeah, I, I like I really wanna try and write patterns as well. Yeah. Um, I think maybe for me the pumpkins would be quite a good place to start because it's not like a garment and the size isn't as crucial Um, so I guess if there's a little variation it doesn't matter too much Um, it's probably easier to like switch out different walls and needles and stuff as well because if you're using a chunkier needle it's going to be a chunkier pumpkin yeah 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 and that's sort of when I was first doing it that's how I did it like I I was just like, oh, well, I've got this lying around because it doesn't take up much yarn at all. So like, I was just ending up using scraps, which was a really good way to sort of use up the end of balls of yarn. Um, and yeah, sometimes they would be really thick. Sometimes they would be teeny tiny and I'd be doing them on like tiny DPNs um, and then they'd come up really, really small. Um, and then some were like really big. So yeah, yeah, it was really easy to experiment with actually with that. That's cool. Um, what's your favourite project that you've worked on? I'm a sucker for cables. I love cables. Um, I think I'm actually wearing my um, Easy Eyelet sweater, which I finished over Christmas. I think maybe that one, 
because that was a knit that I was really intimidated by because I'd never done a jumper before. Um, and I hate doing seams. And I think that's why I didn't do a jumper initially because I was like, I don't, I don't want to do seams. <laughs> They're just like, it's too much for me. Um, but then with Knit to Choose One, it's in the round. And I'd seen loads of different patterns in the round. Um, and this one was meant to be like easy. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a go. And it took me ages. And then I had a big hiatus with it because I had to do all my Christmas knitting. Um, but once it was finished, I was so pleased that it like fits me. And like I made the sleeves extra long, so it's nice and cuddly. And I just like, uh, yeah, just really proud of it really, I think. Um, I think it's probably the biggest thing that I've made. That's really cool. Yeah, I thought I noticed um, your sweater. Like I was like, I think I've seen that before. And then yeah, it's, <laughs> the jumper is awesome. Like it looks like it fits really well. And it looks like really cozy. Yeah. It, yeah, it kind of um, looks a little bit like you've like you've bought it. It doesn't necessarily look homemade, does it? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are mistakes in it, but there I've just put them up the back. So <laughs> it, it, it's fine. Just yeah. cover it with my hair like that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, what kind of wool do you like to use? I see a lot of. Oh, you used to you started with like one on the gang by the looks of it, and then yeah, what do you prefer yeah. using? I mean, um, I'm still experimenting with different yarn and finding out what I like and what I don't like. Um, this is actually just acrylic. Um, my brother got me like a massive ball of yarn for my birthday from Aldi. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, and I thought, oh, okay, well, you know, as it's just like acrylic yarn, I'll use that to make the jumper because uh, I'd never done it before. And then if it all goes wrong, it, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I've used a lot of Wool in the Gang yarn. Um, I really like their Feeling Good yarn, the alpaca and the merino. Mm -hmm. um, I've made hats from that, and it's just like so soft. And actually, I used some scraps on a pumpkin or a couple of pumpkins, and they were like amazing. They were so like fluffy. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Recently, I tried out some of We Are Knitters stuff, um, and I used their the baby wool, which is the the baby alpaca, and that was amazing to work with. I did some some hats with that, and it was just so soft, and the end result was so comfy. Um, and I gave them as Christmas gifts actually, and um, people I gave them to still can't get over how soft and how nice they are to wear. Um, so yeah, I really liked working with that as well. At the moment, I'm using the the heel, the heel, the wool uh, mm -hmm. with wool gang, which is got here this one, which awesome. is nice and squishy. Um, and I'm really enjoying using that as well. And I really like that it's like 100% recycled wool, which is like a really nice idea, I think. So yeah, really liking that yarn from Wool and the Gang as well. So I'm sort of all over the place. I don't have one favourite at the moment. That's cool. Yeah, I think I was astonished the difference of like the, I mean, I know Wool and the Gang and stuff is quite expensive, but the difference is astonishing from like really cheap wool. Like, yeah. it feels like it knits up a lot quicker as well, which is cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I really enjoy knitting with it as well. Like when it's really soft and just like you just want to touch it, you just want to knit with it. Um, yeah, and that a big difference as well. 
Yeah, I've um, just before lockdown, we went over to Hobbycraft and I picked up some bits, but I keep, I'm, I'm now put off the wall from one of the uh, from Hobbycraft. There's some good stuff there, but yeah, I'd rather spend a little bit more money and get like some nicer wall than cheap yeah. generic stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like hobby, we've got a Hobbycraft really close to us, so it's really handy if I just want to do like just think, oh, okay, I'm just going to grab some stuff. So that's been really helpful. But yeah, when I'm like thinking of a project that is going to be a bit special, I'll like order it specially. I mean, I managed to get quite a lot of stuff in the Black Friday deals from both Wool and the Gang and We Are Knitters. Um, and I got quite carried away. <laughs> so I've got quite a lot of stuff stashed away that I can, um, I've got some projects planned for those. So I'll be using that for a little bit, I think. Nice. Uh, what do you do like when you are knitting? Do you like to listen to music, podcasts, TV? Um, I'm definitely a TV knitter on the sofa um, because we watch quite a lot of TV in the evenings. And before I knitted, I just my brain gets so distracted when I'm watching TV. Like I like it. It's a really like good way just to like wind down in the evening. Um, but I'd constantly just be on my phone, um, which I just hated. Um, and then that sort of that kind of toxic social media thing sets in a little bit and it's not great. Um, so instead now I'm knitting whilst watching TV. So actually I watch what's on TV a lot more, um, because you're just kind of, once you get in the rhythm of it, you're just knitting. Um, and yeah, so definitely TV knitter is what I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I think I, this is going to be repeated in a lot of podcasts, but, um, I used to find it feel a little bit guilty i don't know if guilty is the right word but when i'm watching tv i feel like it's a bit of waste of time if you're just sitting there watching it or whatever but if you're knitting you can feel creative and you're actually doing something while you're watching tv so you don't have to feel bad about watching tv which is what i quite like yeah yeah i do feel like i'm being productive um if i'm just making my way through a project even if it's just like a couple of rows a night mm. um and I do like associate knitting with sort of just like mentally unwinding um, and almost like meditation and and stuff like that. So it kind of almost, I don't know if it is genuine, but it puts my brain in just like a better place. Um, Yep, I think so. 15 minutes, like I can just fit in. I just feel like, huh, I feel like better (laughs) about the world (laughs) after I've done it. I've really noticed uh, there was like a little section when we were kind of back to work and I was working a lot and didn't really get that much time to do anything and I could definitely feel my head just like not calming down as much. So I, yeah, I think knitting is like a really, really good kind of meditative kind of form because you can just focus on that for a moment and just like turn your brain off for like five, ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And it stops you checking emails and doing all that sort of stuff and just lets you just escape a little bit, which is really nice, I think. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Have you got any projects that you're working on or like wanting to do this year? Um, Yeah, so at the moment, I'm working on a massive cable scarf. Um, I made a cable scarf for my best friend for her birthday. and I just really liked the pattern and I really liked how it came out. So I thought I'm going to make it for myself because all like most of my knits I've given away. So now I'm trying to make some stuff for myself. Um, and I don't actually have 
um, a scarf at the moment, so I'm making myself a scarf. Um, and I want to make another jumper. I've got um, loads of the Mary, Lam Mary wool uh, from We Are Knitters. So I'm gonna make a sweater out of that, but I haven't got a pattern picked out. I've got a few that I'm thinking of, but I need to sit down and figure out exactly which one I wanna do. It's like, a, I really like gray color. Um, so that will be nice. Um, other than that, I, I really wanna try color work as well. I've never tried color work stuff. Um, so I want to kind of try out a bit of that. I don't really know like, what projects I want to do with that, maybe some hats or something, but I want to kind of get a bit more experience in that so that like Christmas next year, I could maybe make a jumper with a bit of color work um, incorporated in it. Uh, but I've never really done it before. So that's something I need to sort of sit down and put a few hours in learning how to do that properly. That's cool. Nice. What work do you do? Are you a student or? I'm actually a teacher. Oh, you're a teacher. <laughs> um, nice. I yeah, I'm a dance teacher actually specifically um, so I teach like in a college during the day and then in the evenings I work in like a local vocational dance school um, so my life is pretty full-on yeah <laughs> um, I can imagine so, yeah so knitting is sort of it makes me stop which because um, my job is so active it's quite nice to force yourself to stop sometimes so yeah it's nice Cool. So, so did you, were you just always into dancing and then just, you decided to be a teacher and? Uh, yeah. I mean, like I've danced since I was like three and then I went off and trained um, at a dance school in London and I got a degree whilst I was there in dance. Um, and I did a bit of professional work, um, did a bit of choreography and then I decided to um, get into teaching. So I took my dance teaching qualifications and then now i teach full-time as a dance teacher that's awesome yeah. nice yeah. how how are you finding it with kind of the lockdown situation are you having to do classes online or yes. yeah um so we've had lots of different phases of what we could and couldn't do so like at the moment we are completely online um so we're using zoom for my uh evening classes and we're using microsoft teams for my in the day college stuff um and we did have a period where we could be in the studio uh, before christmas and we had to social distance and just lots of cleaning and sort of stuff like that um and just being really conscious so we had to really change our practice um so it's kind of constantly adapting but I think for a lot of my students, it's their sort of outlet and it helps with, it's their way of creatively helping with their mental health and stuff like that. Um, and I mean, it's just like exercise is so good for you, isn't it? Especially mm -hmm. like when you're stuck at home. Um, yeah. So even though it's not how we are used to doing it, it's, I think is still benefiting uh, those students just a slightly different way. Yeah, I guess it's also like quite a social thing still as well. So yeah, sorting out men people's mental health at the moment is, I mean, I feel like we were quite fortunate with the first lockdown being in summer and the weather was lovely. And then 
well, the second one was a bit grim because it was just like a little bit darker, but I don't feel like people took it as seriously. But I think this no, lockdown... Like a big thing because it was so short and everyone knew it was going to come to an end as well. Yeah, it just felt like we were all in like a higher tier system. Um, but I feel like this this lockdown, people are taking a little bit more seriously. I feel like so far we've been lucky that it snowed a bit at the beginning of this lockdown. So people kind of like got cheered up by the snow. But yeah, I'm, I'm worried about people like struggling through this kind of like next month or so when it just starts raining and it's just dark. Hopefully knitting and crafting and stuff can try and help a little bit. Yeah, bring a bit of positivity back into people's lives a bit. Yeah. Uh, whereabouts in London do you live? Um, we are like northwest, so we're sort of we're like quite far out near Stanmore. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so we're London, but we're not like really in London. Um, so yeah, which is quite nice because sort of my family live Hertfordshire way, so we can kind of get to Hertfordshire quite easily. But then we can get into London really, really quick. Um, which is sort of where all of our friends are based. So we kind of like we're torn between the two where we're where we are now. That's cool. Have you got any kind of like Instagram people that help inspire you at all? Oh yeah, like loads of people. Um let me think. Well like Nititude, I love Nititude's stuff. Um and I really like her patterns as well. Um so I'm always looking at her stuff and like her blog and her sort of Instagram lives and stuff have really helped me learn. So I love that. Um, who else do I really like? Um, obviously your stuff is great. I like seeing your stuff. Thank you very much. Um, I wasn't fishing for that, but thank you. <laughs> oh, Bethany, well-loved knits. Cool. Have you seen her stuff? Yeah, um, yeah. Her stuff, her like pictures are just so beautiful like I feel like with knitting Instagrams there's so much like photography as well like people's compositions and stuff it's almost like pieces of art um oh Vicky Knits I like her stuff she does all the vests and stuff yeah yeah she's really cool I've never done a vest um mostly because I can't imagine myself wearing one but I just think they're really really cool um yeah there's loads of people it's so hard oh Knitters Heaven um, have loads of socks which is amazing and like they seem to have like a different sock every day it's crazy um, oh, nice. but, like the colors and everything and the patterns it's just like amazing so there's so many people that I love to follow um, and I just get obsessed I always go down like a rabbit hole like finding new people and like following loads of new people because there's just so many people out there that I'm like oh my god their page is amazing I want to follow them and yeah I get so much inspiration like constantly just saving people's pictures and going back to them going oh yeah I want to do that project I want to do that project um, so yeah I love I love our knitting community I think it's just awesome awesome nice yeah there are there are just so many accounts like it's really hard to like shout out. We we kind of briefly spoke that you like to watch TV while you're what 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 kind of things do you like to watch? Um, so I've just finished Gilmore Girls for like I mean maybe the hundredth time I've watched it because I absolutely love it. Um, 
and I love there's a whole episode which is all about knitting they have a, a like a knitting marathon um and I was over Christmas I was knitting whilst the episode was on and I was like yay this is really good <laughs> um so yeah love that so actually because I've just finished that I'm sort of trying to find something else to watch which I don't like this period where you're just kind of like don't want to watch um but I love like all the programs on tv which are like challenge programs so like bake off uh sewing bee um at the moment there's the great pottery throwdown which i love which is all the pottery stuff um which is just so satisfying to watch so i love all those kind of programs um as well and my fiance is currently forcing me to watch scrubs so we're watching the whole of scrubs which i've never watched before so that's interesting um and yeah stuff like that really <laughs> that's cool yeah i feel like it's there's so much on there like on tv at the moment it's like hard to work out it's kind of annoying when you finish a show that you're really into and then you're like oh now 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 what do i watch in the last year we've watched so many series like we were saying oh can you remember when we watched this series and we're like oh my gosh that feels like so long ago it's almost like we've defined 2020 by the tv that we've watched yeah which feels really bad. but yeah. um we, we went through so much stuff like we watched wild at heart can you remember wild at heart it's like it I was think... on like maybe 10 years ago or something like maybe more than 10 years ago we watched it when we were like really little and then we watched it, like we rewatched it, because I, I think maybe it was on Netflix or something. Um, watched all of that, and that was like, I don't even know, that was like really at the beginning of the first lockdown, which just feels like another lifetime ago. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that we've been in this situation for, I mean, the UK's nearly been in it for nearly a year now. And it's like, what, what has happened to the time? I know, and it's really weird to think of time before as well mm -hmm. like even like immediately before like we were thinking of like early March last year all the stuff that you could just do like you could just go out to nightclubs and just casually meet up with anyone you wanted and then like the end of March it's like we were we were thinking like we shouldn't have been going out like early March we all the stuff we were doing we were like how were we able to do that it's just crazy yeah we went out uh, for my birthday in February uh down to brighton and i think we heard a few things on the news but like it was still fairly unknown and then i think the week or so before the lockdown um we went over to london because my partner went to go get a tattoo and it was really weird because like there was like hardly anyone at used like there was probably like a hundred people at euston but it was like you know what euston station's like it's just mental um yeah. Yeah, we we have have flashbacks every now and again of like the week or so leading up to it, and then yeah, yeah, yeah it's such a weird. And like when we first went into it, I <clears> definitely <throat> was completely in denial and thought, oh, it'll be three weeks, we'll be back, it'll be fine. Because like as a dance teacher, we had loads of shows booked in, um, and especially for the college stuff, their shows are tied to their assessments. So we were like, oh, it's fine. Okay, we'll miss that show, but then we've got this show in a couple of weeks, so that'll be fine and we were just completely naive to the fact that of how huge it is and obviously now thinking about it it's like well obviously it wasn't going to go away in a few weeks you just can't even believe that you thought that 
Thank you very much, Mir, for being on the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I would love to know what you think. Uh, leave a comment on whatever uh, you're listening on this. So at the moment, I've recorded season two, um, and I'm starting to do a few edits already. Um, there'll be a little gap between season one and two, um, but I am going to be starting to look into people for season three. So if you are interested, or if you, if there's someone out there who you think would be good on the podcast, please let me know. Um, send me a message on Instagram. Another thing that I worked on this week, uh, which I didn't say in the intro, is a uh, I've created um, a free pattern for people to download if they sign up to my newsletter. If you sign up to my newsletter, you'll get a message with a link. Check your spam folders just in case it goes into there. But yeah, I created um, a pattern for the patch that I did for Square the Love, which is um, a project that at Calm Homemade uh, has been working on. Um, so yeah, it's a free sample that you can download and if you want to have a go at knitting it, just make sure you tag me in so I can see your progress. Uh, if you're on Instagram and you're watching this, then you can check out the newsletter through the link tree. Um, but I will put links down in the description um, so people can sign up to the newsletter as well. Uh, on next week's episode, I have Abby from Abby Knits. Hope everyone stays safe and I will see you in the next episode. So just doing a little bit of uh, editing now for the final video, but I forgot to say uh, like and subscribe and follow me wherever you're watching this. Um, and please share it with uh, friends and family uh, and on your social media as well. Um, would really appreciate that. Um, and uh, yeah, see you in the next episode.